Twitter seems to be like an endless source of hilarious stuff. Um, there's this medical student on Twitter that like wanted to have this debate about keto and these case reports about keto. And there's this new study or like a case study of some guy who had keto and was on a carnivore diet and nearly killed himself because he didn't listen to his doctors and kept needing stents. And his disease progression, his disease, his cardiovascular disease progressed quickly because he adopted a keto diet. Now, this medical student wanted to have a debate about it. So look, I am not opposed to debating doctors, right? I'll, I'll debate doctors if they know what they're talking about. I had that debate with Paul Saladino, the carnivore MD. Good debate. We both presented our issues. No big deal not going to debate somebody that has no idea what they're talking about. I don't care how much of a doctor they are. If they have no clue what they're talking about, there's literally no point to have a conversation with them, right? I'll spend like 90 minutes teaching them about cholesterol. And then like, what are we going to debate about? I just spent half of my life teaching you about cholesterol, which I spent most of my life learning, right? Not, not an issue, but this uh, medical student thinks he's super smart, which is okay. You can, you are super smart. Like that's how you got into medical school. That's how you uh, became a super smart college student. And that's the thing, like college students, medical students, super smart, nothing wrong with that. But you got to kind of like know where you fit in. You're not going to have a fruitful debate with a cardiologist that's been practicing for God knows how long. I mean, I don't care how smart of a student you are, how much you know the statistics or know the data or the science. You don't know what a doctor knows. I mean, sure, you might know the book science. You understand biology a little bit. Maybe you even understand medical statistics. But at the end of the day, you're not a doctor. You did not go to cardiology conferences. You didn't go to nutrition conferences. You didn't attend journal clubs. You don't critique studies the way we do. You don't have the foundation or background knowledge to be able to even come close to discussing these topics. I mean, yeah, we could talk, but like, what is it going to do? You're like, well, you know, this one case study, I don't like the case study because of this, this and that. Okay, cool. I agree with you. There are lots of things that could have been improved. The data and the science continues to grow. We have lots of other studies on keto that included thousands of people not just one person, but this case study was an actual case study. The word case study means it was the study of one single case. Your critique of a case study can't be that it was one single case because we know that it was one single case. It was a case study. That's what a case study is. It's one single case. Um, and they were describing a person that had lesions. They ended up with stents, adopted this malignant diet or like this diet that raises your LDL cholesterol extensively and his lesions got worse in between cardiac catheterizations and ended up needing more stents or what have you, whatever the case was. I didn't really read all the details. But one thing I remember is when I was a medical student, I was super smart. Like I had one of the highest IQs you could imagine when you do those IQ tests and it was a thing back then, people like doing them. But one of the things I do remember is that I was super naive I thought I knew it all. I was super altruistic. I thought everyone loved everyone and, you know, the world was great and everything was amazing. Um, but then you hit the wards. You know, you get the book knowledge, you get all the, you know, the book knowledge from your classes. 
And then you hit the wards. And at Cook County Hospital, which was in Chicago, it was like, holy crap. Here I am, a third-year medical student, my first rotation ever. And they're like, yeah, here, uh, why don't you do a lumbar puncture on this guy? And I'm like, what is a lumbar puncture? I mean, I kind of know what it is, but like, you want me to do it? I couldn't, don't, can't I potentially stick a needle in this guy's spinal cord and maybe paralyze him or slice up his spinal cord? Like literally that, that's what we did at Cook County. This was before YouTube. You could not go online and just YouTube it. Like, oh yeah, let me uh, just Google this real quick. There was no such thing. You couldn't just go Google this real quick. That was not an option. Um, so anyways, those are just some thoughts for the day. Um, medical students are amazing. They're super smart. They eventually become good doctors. Hopefully they have some compassion and some humility. Like one thing you really should learn in medical school is you got to be humble. You don't know everything. Neither do I. I'm a freaking cardiologist that teaches cardiologists. I'm a professor of medicine at two different medical schools. I teach at medical conferences. I do journal clubs every week. I literally have cardiologists in the cath lab with me showing them how to do cardiology. And I'm still learning. And that's how it always should be. You should always be a student and you should always be a teacher. You should always be teaching other people. Even if it's not medical students or you don't have residency, you don't have fellows, you should be teaching your staff. Teach people, you know, go to lectures, go teach online, do YouTube videos, do lives, do a podcast, whatever it is. Just teach what you know. Um, there's a time and place for having conversations and debates. You as a first year, second year, third year, fourth year medical student have no business having any kind of a debate with a cardiologist or anyone else. And I'm not saying this because I'm like super conceited or not humble or any of that stuff. It just doesn't make sense. Like what could you possibly say that would change my mind or all of the billions of data points in my brain? Like every single one of my patients is at least 30 to 50,000, let's say, data points. Let's say it's just 30 to 50 data points. What could you possibly say to affect or change my mind of what I've seen over the last 20 years of doing medical school or doing medicine? Uh, not a lot. You could be like, well, in this one study, they showed that people with XYZ and RPH and 22 this and 15 that with trisomy 31 mutations might have a little bit of this if they eat one extra gram of butter per month compared to those who don't have the XYZ part. Okay, great. Does that change a whole lot? Probably not. Um, is it cool and fun to think about and pontificate about and wax poetic about? Sure. In a journal club, we bring up these studies and topics all the time and then we like bring it back to reality. Look, at the end of the day, you have a 95-year-old Who's got a little bit of blood pressure issues? Are you really going to treat them down really low so that when they're upright, they're passing out or not? Right. And from a medical perspective and like the attending cardiologist will be there and they will say, look, here's what you probably should do. Here's probably what you shouldn't do. Right. Here's how we think of it. Here's what we've been doing for the last 20, 30, 40 years. Sometimes you're talking to a cardiologist or a doctor that's been doing it for like 30, 40 years, and you're like, hey, I'm the medical student, and I think this, like, okay, cute, super fun, glad you're here, but 
maybe you should be quiet and listen. Like sometimes you just got to be humble um, and just listen. Um, no one is out here dogging your diet or telling you how to live your life or whatever. Yeah, there's science on both sides. But when you talk to people who have experience with keto diets and non-keto diets and low fat diets and no fat diets and carb diets and like all this stuff, you look at all these meta-analyses like, look, at the end of the day, we already know. We have the data. We have the research. We know kind of where everything falls into place. We really don't need to like beat this drum more and further. Anyways, those are my thoughts. I'm Dr. Allo, board certified cardiologist, certified in internal medicine as well, and a certified personal trainer. Keep promoting this podcast, share it, take pictures of it, share it on your favorite uh, social media. We are into the five to 6,000 range now, I think, on downloads, slowly climbing the charts. Obviously, we're not in the millions like some of these people, um, but definitely getting there. Leave some awesome reviews. If there's anything I can tell you, if you take one thing away from this, please just leave some awesome, awesome reviews. That is like the one single thing that will make the uh, biggest difference. So anyways, I'll catch you later. Message me on any of my socials if you have any questions. I'll try to answer them on here. Love you all. Peace.